my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's showtime. Right, welcome, everybody, to another episode of the VHS Strikes Back. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to the VHS Strikes Back, the show where we dust off the old video player and go on a nostalgic journey to look at the good and the bad movies of yesteryear. Now, Chris, what are we going to review this week? So this week, Dave, this is from one of our amazing patrons who also supports us over on the CD Reality Cast. It's the amazing Susan. So this one, Dave, is from 1982, and it's called Pandemonium. So have you seen this before? Absolutely not. Never, <laughs> ever heard of this. And around this time, I'd have been well up for a spoof comedy, Chris. Uh, you know, I absolutely loved Aeroplane. So I'd said to you before, you know, and we've discussed many times that, you know, growing up, I feel like my main two go-tos were Superman. Well, I see Superman 1 and Superman 2 kind of lumping those two in together. And Star Wars rebranded A New Hope, but it was just Star Wars at the time. And yeah, I was just playing those on a loop. But then side to that, Obviously, I would have other movies that I'd watch over and over. Because, you know, kids, you got loads of free time, haven't you? So, yeah, I used to watch Aeroplane and things like a little bit later, watching Top Secret and stuff. So, yeah, spoof comedy would have been right up my alley. But, yeah, I just don't, I don't recall this at all. And I'm not even sure, Chris, if this had, uh, like, a UK release. Because I don't, I don't recognize it from the video shop you know, in the old comedy section or anything. Um, so, yeah, no, nothing nothing at all. How about yourself? No, never. And I must admit, Dave, watching the trailer, obviously we played it last week, the trailer is one of them classics, and we've come across this quite a lot. And I know, obviously, we try and search for the trailers online, and some movies just simply don't have them. We've, we've had movies yeah. where the trailers have been fan-made, and, and sometimes they're better. But I think this is one of them movies, and I, I definitely haven't seen it. I've never heard of it at all. And I'm with you, a spoof sort of movie, you know, like Naked Gun, things like that, Dave. I love all them sort of movies. But this was just one of them movies where I was like, and one of the trailers, I was like, the trailer for me, is completely different to the actual movie. I when we played that trailer, I thought, oh, this is going to be Police Academy. It's going to be Naked Gun. It's going to, and obviously this come before Police Academy. And I was thinking, this is you know even Ski Patrol and stuff like that, Dave. You know, yeah, the yeah. really silly slapstick movies. But what we get, and we'll talk about that, is completely different for me. I, I've never, and and I was interested because Judge Reinhold's in it, who I absolutely love in. Beverly Hills Cop. He's always, yeah, yeah. always going to be Billy Rosewood. And I remember going to see a movie as a kid. I think I dodged to the cinema with me, mates, one of them famous bike rides that we went on. But I remember seeing one called Vice Versa, and it's a bit like Big Dave. I don't know if you've ever seen it, and I've, I've not seen it since I was a kid. Oh, that rings a bell, actually. Yeah, he was in that, but I don't. I, I promise you, I couldn't tell you what happens in it, but I just remember going to the cinema and I shouldn't have been there watching it because I loved him in Beverly Hills Cop. So I was interested. I'm not sure about the blonde hair, but as a pick, and Susan <laughs> knows us, Susan knows us across all the podcast, Dave. I'll be honest, I'm not fucking holding back. What? <laughs> no, really appreciate the support that Susan gives us. Again, she's in that intersection of our Venn diagram that loves reality TV and old movies and stuff. 
And Susan uh, is part of the the Geek Girl Soup podcast as well. Yeah. You know, if you if you want to go over there and give that a listen. But uh, yeah, I've, Chris, I've got to admit, I think I've got both barrels loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing Dave. I'm actually doing the fucking double barrel thing now, like yeah. a cowboy ready. I'm, I'm cocking double, me guns. Double barrel fingers. <laughs> yeah. So Dave, shall we get into our trailer? Let's go. Never before has one motion picture dared to bring to the screen. Uh, which way to the cheerleader camp? Pandemonium! Give me a pee! When you're away at camp, don't ever touch yourself, or you'll go blind. Son! <laughs> I did appreciate Son. that, guys, to be fair. Always. I fold. Too rich for my blood. Give me a... I'm Sergeant Reginald Cooper of the Royal Canada Menades. Give me a mo. is pandemonium this is the incredible story of the night all heck broke loose okay one into the gas chamber oh no listen here at the house of bad pies we got everything could i have the three stooges pie please thank you this must be the act of a maniac never saying this but you must be very stupid <laughs> ow what kind of treatment have you used with this man <laughs> you are frightened of the night baloney <laughs> you are frightened of baloney picture by any other name would still be pandemonium In the fictional town of It Had To Be, Indiana, fullback Blue Grange scores the winning touchdown for It Had To Be University in the 1963 National Championship game. Afterwards, a shunned cheerleader named Bambi is seen fawning over Grange's locker before the on-field celebration pours into the locker room. As a group of cheerleaders are clearing up the field after the game, all five are skewered with a javelin thrown by an unknown assailant. Now, Chris, what do you reckon to the opening of this movie? Listen... I thought, I'm going to have to make notes on this. I've got one line, and the only line I've put for my notes is, the fucking quarterback is about 50 with his parents. <laughs> he is fucking about 50. That is no exaggeration. At uni, 
a classic case of let's just fucking put anybody in this position. Um, right, I'm saying it from the get-go, Dave, and I'm sorry, Susan. We have reviewed hundreds and hundreds of different movies across the VHS, Comics in Motion. This is, without doubt, the worst movie I've ever seen, Dave. Without <laughs> doubt. It doesn't even come close to whatever my last worst movie I've ever seen. This is awful it's an ab- abomination of shit dave it's actually that bad i'd like to go in the garden and fucking pick up my dog shit with my hands it is so bad i've ne- honestly it's an aw- awful movie and the trailer makes it look like it's police academy and it's not it's fucking terrible i literally sat there watching it with my jaw on the floor dave i know that's one of your lines and it's true i couldn't believe what i was watching i was like how has this even been made? This has got to be one of the most poorly reviewed movies I have ever seen. Well, Chris, on today's occasion, we might just be right there together because we've got lots of great patrons who like to stitch us up, Chris. Blake, Jack, John Hammond. They all, they all like to choose one and they have a little competition between themselves over, you know, what can we pick that is going to be really, really shit and wind up Chris and Dave or, or at least one of us. And obviously we have a little uh, you know, bit of that as well. We did Crawl the other week, didn't we? Chris, I would watch fucking Ski Patrol or Cloud Atlas Back to back. I, 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 you know, all the shit movies we've watched, I would watch all of them before this one again. I was the same. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, all of the talent that is in here, like I say, I absolutely love jo- Judge Reinhold as a kid. And he's there in this bleach blonde uh, wig. I don't know if it is a wig or, you know, if he did actually bleach his hair that way. You've got Pee Wee Herman in there. You've got, you've got all of these recognisable actors. You know, Marty McFly's brother's in there as well, isn't he? And it is such an absolute mess. I, I just, I, I, I was stunned by it, to be honest. Now, I was thinking, if I was a kid, would I actually enjoy this? Because I think that was one of the things Susan had said. You know, we used to love this as a kid. And I'm, I'm trying to think, maybe... But there's not that many bits that are actually funny. So, yeah, Chris, this is the worst movie I think I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, my God. We've never, ever (laughs) admitted that on the same podcast together. Susan's done an absolute job on us, Dave. Like you say, all the people who've done us, you know, John Hammond's always got something up his sleeve. But, Susan, I hold... Uh, I hold, I doff my cap to you because this is an absolute stitch up of stitch up. <laughs> fucking terrible. Like, like you say, there's no story. It doesn't like do, say like airplane where you've got, the, you know, the whole point is the plane, you know, and all that. But you've got these little stupid things like one of the best bits in that movie. And I know I come in saying it was crap. But then as we were always laughing was the guy who's going through the, the the airport and all the different religions yeah, are coming yeah. at him and he's just doing fucking <laughs> he's doing karate chops and kicks and everything's brilliant that bit there's not one bit in this movie like that and the, and the whole and, and you say Martin McFly's brother Dave Dave but he's actually Jimmy also more important he's just come off the back of Very Superman true. 1 and 2 and, <laughs> and gone straight into this this is between <laughs> Superman 3 or they're probably filming 
It's fucking dire. And also, his girlfriend in it, I kept thinking, where's she from? There is a police academy link. She's Sweet Chuck's wife as well, Dave. I kept thinking, how do I know her from? Oh. So she's the one who gives Sweet Chuck a load of shit when, at the start when she's chasing him through all of the, the gardens and that as he's going off to the academy. But yeah, I don't even know what to say because you, you're watching it. There's not, there's no bits in it other than the, you're going to go blind for wanking Dave, which I think at some point we've all gone blind. As kids <laughs> and as adults. But there's just nothing. And, and do, you, do you understand what I mean with the trailer? The trailer is not a depiction of the movie. It makes it look like it's just really silly slapstick. Yeah. You know, some of it's not going to hit. Some of it will do. Some will resonate. You go, Oh, I've seen that before or whatever, but it's just terrible. What an, Awful, and obviously the quarterback, which we, we I know we jump, I'm jumping a bit, but the quarterback becomes quite an important part of the, of the film towards the end. But Jesus Christ, talk about miscasting! They should have had Billy at the band, the only Billy Rosewood, Judge Reinhold as as the quarterback, not yeah. this old bloke. He was he, he, so say fifty. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. He must be mid forties. That's no exact. He must be the same age. He, he does he look did. forty. Yeah, 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 easy. Oh fucking hell! Unbelievable. Like you say. Susan has has steamed up there, you know, up the side quietly and blown everyone else out the water because this is fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's a proper stitch up great pick, to be honest, because I think what it is in the trailer, you know, and having watched the trailer first, then the movie, and then we've just watched the trailer again now, it's the music, I think, you know, and and it, it kind of, it gives it that police academy sound. And Chris, I must admit, right, I had a few glasses of wine last night. I made a, a little bit of a purchase, a bit of a whimsical purchase. You know, like when you're walking up the middle aisle at Aldi and you see oh, something yeah. that you totally don't fucking need. Um, but this, I can't blame that. I can't blame that. I literally I had to go and search for this thing. You know what it is? Go on. Chris, a fucking slide whistle. I have bought a slide whistle so that I can walk around with it. And when someone, you know, drops a bit of a euphemism, I can actually go. Carry on. I actually went onto Amazon. Well, no, I didn't even know what they were called, but I, I don't know. It, Chris, that is probably the most whimsical purchase because I'll probably use it once, probably on here talking to you. And uh, and then that's it. But yeah, bought myself a fucking carry on slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm getting worried about it. You. Would- <laughs> <laughs> I was I was very very drunk. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I've been watching this. This was oh my god, it, it's just terrible. Um, the thing is, I, it's kind of made up to be like a PG as well, but it's got that early eighties theme uh, of being really sexual as well. You know, yeah. it's like almost a kid's comedy movie, you know, cause kids are the only ones I'm sure who, who can find this shit funny. Um, but yet there's also these like really sexual themes to it as well. You know, especially with judge Reinhold and stuff when he's practically fucking coming in his pants while he's breaking that girl's leg. Um, yeah, just horrendous, absolutely horrendous. And, the thing is, this 
You say there's no story. I mean, there kind of is, isn't there? And this is almost like an early prototype for Scary Movie. Mm. Because you've got these kind of nods to Carrie at the start. You know, you've got her. You've got really full-on kind of uh, nods to Carrie, specifically, where the guy's talking about his dirty pillows. That was one of the things that Carrie's mum used to say to her. You know, she was talking about her breasts at the time. And, you know, she's obviously got the... uh, kinetic power the psychic kinetic powers um to lift her mum off and she's saying she's gonna sleep with truck drivers and do all this shit and stuff and i think the fact that you've got this almost scream level knocking off of all these people as well i I just couldn't help but feel like it was a bit of a an early prototype for scary movie and it could have been okay it could have been funny but Chris, just fucking nothing was funny at all. And so you've got to put it down to the directors, haven't you? Uh, uh, to just take something. So Alfred Soul apparently directed this. And I just think to make everything so unfunny takes a real skill. <laughs> Are you sure, Dave? You're right. Because no, it does, doesn't it? It's like <laughs> you've got all of that acting talent. And to make, I mean, I'm looking at his IMDb page here. Pandemonium is third on his list. And and for director, the highest one he's rated. This guy is fucking shit, Chris. Oh, it's terrible. It's, and you're right, Dave. This, this has all the DNA of that in the middle reviews. You know, like even like Hot Shots and stuff, Dave, which I didn't mind that the first one. Mm. You know what you're getting. You know that there's going to be bits that are funny and you know that there's bits where you're like, oh, that's terrible. But it's also sort of, you, you can watch it and enjoy the movie. You know, Naked Guns are saying these bits in that are brilliant, but then these bits in it are absolutely terrible, isn't there? So, so but, but it works because you get the sense of humour, you know, and all that. Like I remember... Um, What's it called? Is it Police Story, the, the original series, Dave? What was it called? It, and it only ran for so many episodes. Police not Squad. Police, police Squad, so not yeah, Police Story. That's yeah. Jackie Chan. But, but Police uh, Squad. And there's that bit where the big guy's there talking, and I think it's Frank Drebin. You've got OJ Simpson. And then he says, oh, you've got someone on your chin. And, he, and the yeah, big guy a drops a banana, <laughs> just falls right down. So there's all that sort of stuff, you know, with it. The, the little daft things that just sort of hit but yeah, they, they, this is, and, and all right, yeah. So if, if I do take a step back and go, you know what, you're right. There is a bit of a story. It's a hell of a reach though, Dave, because it just really, really goes all over the place. And when the, and you can see how forced it is. And I also think it doesn't help. The cast are not, they don't seem to get the comedy time. And like Judge Ryan, like you say, he's uh, twisting, like coming, you know, literally like he's, he's doing basically a Jason off American Pie, any day, you know, like yeah. he's there and he has to walk off and she's like, oh, what's that? But the, the main character, the girl who's the main character, she, uh, Barbie is it, or Bambi, sorry. She, she's mm. like, she's there, like this hapless one. She's like sort of, and I'm paraphrasing the movie, she's sort of like the ugly duckling and the, the cheerleaders leave her. Got to say, the cheerleaders look like they were pretty cold, Dave, at that scene, typical of movies around that time. That did make me stand up and pay attention. But but no, it just, it really did sort of just meander to these different set pieces for me. And they were just terrible. Like nothing, nothing come to me. And I was like, Oh, that's it. That's okay. You know, I can believe that. I just kept thinking, 
Wow. And for 117 minutes, you always say 90 minutes is my sweet spot where I'm like, yeah, perfect. Whether it's good or bad, mm. Dave, this is a long 117 minutes. My yeah. God. And there's just no need for it either, is there? It's just bizarre because you get this kind of killing, you know, this random events where all the cheerleaders get skewed uh, and it's just again it's weird it, i think the comedy is just slightly offbeat yeah because you know, it you can see it's it's an almost funny way that it's been shot so the javelin is somehow thrown by fucking fatima whitbread or something <laughs> it just carries on going and going and going and uh, like all the cheerleaders, the way it's shot, you've got the camera going towards the cheerleaders and they all turn around perfectly in time to get skewered. And you sort of think, I bet they were, when they were shooting that, I bet they thought, oh, this is going to be fucking funny, this. this is going to be really, you know, they're going to be rolling in the aisles at this one. But it, it wasn't, it wasn't funny. <laughs> so that that's the weird thing. It's just all of the comedy. You can see why they've done something and why they think, oh, yeah, it's going to be funny, this. I mean, fucking, we've mentioned Judge Reinhold a few times. And so, you know, when he gets killed, you know, and he, he's doing his gymnastics, but there's a bomb underneath. And then you get this ridiculous, like, graphic of where the camera is just in front of him and he's got a blue screen behind him and he's supposed to be flying through the air. And then he's up against this uh, plane you know, where you've got all the Japanese people and, like, Godzilla, bit of a racist fucking <laughs> call out there. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I don't even think I'd have found that funny as a kid, Chris. I, I genuinely don't. I, I, but but then clearly, you know, people do. So, uh, yeah, it's just terrible. I can't think, other than the, the, you know, don't touch yourself or you go blind and then the dad walks out. You know, that is probably the one thing that landed, but everything else was terrible. And, and you know what, Dave, it's interesting because you know me, I absolutely jump in and just go, yeah, this is shit, and, I, and then that's me set. But but I think for you to be so so on it and and you can usually you can usually pick things out of movies and you can usually go you know what there's something redeeming about it there just mm. isn't with this there isn't and 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 that's what you're the barometer for me I'm the idiot I know who jumps in and just completely goes stupid but this is just one of them movies where you're like how has this been made I think that's what I'm more. I'm more sort of mm. amazed at is how the fuck has someone commissioned this movie? I honestly, honestly couldn't tell you, Dave. <laughs> I don't know either. And and again, the, the only thing is I can think, I can see how it could have been funny. And, and maybe it's just us watching it in 2022. You know, we're watching a, something that was made in 1982, you know, 40 fucking years ago. And we're going, yeah, this isn't funny. Maybe in 1982, it could have been. And and maybe, you know, we've watched things like Airplane. And obviously that, for me at least, that does hold up. It's still bloody funny now. I still, Chris, there is not a week goes by that I don't pull out an Airplane reference at some point. You know, whether yeah. it's, uh, oh, shit's really going to hit the fan now. Or don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's just all the all the pinocchio you know when um 
<laughs> when he's talking, Leslie Nielsen, and, and it is, you've got the old Pinocchio nose as well. Not a week goes by when I'm not using an airplane reference. It still is bloody funny for me. But but this, like I say, just, just nothing lands at all. But if I'm a producer and I'm coming off the back of watching Airplane or something like that, and I'm thinking, yeah, I've got some top talent here. Like say, you've got Jimmy Olsen, you know, Judge Reinhold must, you know, I tell you what, he doesn't look any fucking different from his Beverly Hills cop days, does he? He's just, no, he doesn't. He's just got different hair. Um, you got Pee Wee Herman before he make you know he's obviously renowned at this point but not massive but you know on this circuit you know who's coming through and uh, you know who's who's a hot young actor to uh pick up or whatever but so so i can understand from a producer like thinking you know what we've got great spoof comedy on our hands here Yes, the director, it's just the way it's put together is just terrible. And yeah, I you're right. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that I can find redeemable about this. You know, no. not, none of the, none of the performances, no, you know, no one actor stood out beyond everyone else. And it's just, in fact, the one redeemable thing that I can think is that, oh, maybe this provided some kind of inspiration for things like scary moving, but that's it. And I, that, I'm really you're fucking reaching. stretching there. Yeah, you're reaching. <laughs> and I'll just put the final stop on it then, is, is the fact that the killer, who has got superhuman Jason-like strength, Dave, walks at the speed of Mike Myers as well. You know, he, he completely just strolls along, you know, but, but he can rip, like, roofs of cars open like they're just nothing and then we get it revealed that it's actually the quarterback dave isn't it you know at the end he's the he's the the killer who's gone through everyone and you're like okay fine yeah great <laughs> so I don't know. I, um, and i don't know I, i'm assuming you're the same as me as well i guess it it was supposed to be this massive twist and and again you know maybe Maybe a bit of a, an inspiration for the first Ace Ventura movie there. You know, we did Ford Fairlane the other week. Maybe, you know, yeah. they, they've taken those ideas. But by the time it got to that reveal, I just so didn't give a shit, Chris. I was yeah. just so desperate for this to be over. Um, yeah. And you've got you've got all of these side characters as well. I think that's one of the problems with this movie. There's just too many people involved. And, you know, like I say, I talked about Pee Wee Herman before, but, you know, he seems to be really crabby and ratty and everything. And the, the, he's with this Mountie who's trying to solve the crime. And it's just like, oh, I just, I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the sad thing. But Susan, I've got to say, what an absolute pick, Dave. It's not many times me and you were on the same page on a movie. You know, absolutely brilliant what she's done here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I tell you what else the, the title image reminds me of, Chris, does give me, I, I was talking about the old slide whistle before, but I think the movie poster does remind me a little bit of Carry On. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree. It's very similar. And and like you say, even the trailer, it, 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 mm. it had the, it had, even Ski Patrol, which was terrible, and you could see the jokes and everything coming a mile off, you can still watch that and go, yeah, it didn't hit 
It's the same DNA as Police Academy, as all these other sort of romps that happened around this time. Police Academy was the OG, but you get what it's about. You get that it's a crap version of Police Academy. This is nothing. This is just fucking rubbish. That, that's what I'm baffled by watching. I love the fact we've watched it because it's like, you can say to people, if someone says, what's the worst thing you ever see? I'll say pandemonium by a mile, by yeah. a mile. It's fantastic, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it just... <laughs> I can't disagree. There's going to be no prizes out there for uh, where this is going to go when we come to our final <laughs> review. But, you know, it's just the things I am just baffled by all of this. You know, you've got the cheerleader, the the one who Judge Reynolds wanking himself off over. I'm sure it's her, isn't it? Who's, who's obsessed with brushing her teeth. And it's like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> she loves to brush her teeth. You've got the, um, the one... You know, this all sort of starts with, with uh, you know, she's obsessed with cookies. And so she's bathing in a bunch of milk. And, you know, rather than fearing her own life when she's about to get killed, she's more interested in protecting her cookies. Chris, I, I couldn't help but feel like, can you imagine that? Stewing in your own juices in a fucking bath of milk, <laughs> eating cookies, <laughs> eating cookies that you're dipping into your own juices. And eating is like it's fucking rank, um, but yeah, and and then the guy as well who um, who's just screaming. Do you know the guy? Do you know what I mean? He's like, yes, ah, yeah, at the end from yeah, nowhere, yeah, 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 so, in the, uh, yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm sure this is meant to be funny, <laughs> but yeah, awful. Awful. Awful, <laughs> Dave. Awful. Right, Dave, shall we get into our review scores? Got a good feeling about this. Let's go. <laughs> what I think we should do, Dave, I'll go through the scoring system because we've not said it for a few episodes. <laughs> not that we're going to need to sort of go from one scale to the other with this, I don't think. But anyway, if it is the greatest movie you've ever seen, it's Cloud City. If it's a still a great movie, but it's just underneath that, it's Pleasantville. If it's in the middle, it's Hill Valley. If it's starting to sort of deteriorate and it's a bit crappy, it goes to Elm Street. And if it's the worst thing you've ever seen, it's going to Alderaan. So... Susan, again, I've said it a few times, I'm doing the Wayne's World, we're not worthy, because you have absolutely thrown me the worst move I've ever seen. I cannot believe this is just an abomination, and I I hope you're not offended by what we've done, because you know what we're like, but it's fucking rubbish. It's absolutely shit on toast day for me. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. There's nothing redeemable about it. The only good thing was the fucking end trailers when I thought, oh my... And then, actually, <laughs> the redeemable thing was I've been itching to record this with you because I was like, I cannot believe what I've seen. And <laughs> Jordan always comes in, so I do a lot because I start early and I'm usually finished around dinner time. I watch a lot of the films we have to cover in the afternoon before Sam comes in for work. So Jordan comes down and she walks in and like her bedroom's above ours and because we're not attached to anyone, I always have one like full blast. And she comes in she went, Dad, what the hell is this man? <laughs> wasting your life watching these films? What is this another film for review? You know, and some of them she knows, like she knows she grew up with Rocky and everything. She used to yeah, watch it. Yeah. 
you should watch it with me whether she liked it or not, Dave, you know. Um, but but she come in, she went, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And I went, Jordan, I'm not even exaggerating. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <She's> laughing. <laughs> she's, just, she's just laughing. She goes, well, you're an idiot wasting all, all your time, you know. So anyway, it's got to go to Alderaan. It's fucking atrocious, Dave. One of the worst things I've ever seen. So yeah, amazing that this has got my Chris Felt stamp of approval. It's currently the worst <laughs> film I've ever seen. <laughs> I can't I should write down you know I can't remember the last one that that achieved that accolade Blake or no Dave because I think he's got written down to be Blake if you're <laughs> listening what is it mate <laughs> I'll have to go back through the list um but anyway Chris I don't call out as often you know this is the worst movie I've ever seen but I'm afraid it is. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. I, I, all of the other things I would watch. What was that shit, Lauren Avedon one? You made me watch uh, um, Manhattan Chase. Dave, That's it. Yeah, I would watch Manhattan Chase, and then I would watch Ski Patrol, <laughs> 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 and then for your height only. I, honestly, they, they, it's just uh, horrendous, and the amount of acting talent that's on screen. People who have been good in other movies makes it kind of unforgivable and i have to blame the director to be honest because again i can see why from a writing perspective you could think okay i I can see how this could be funny in better hands but it's really really not and i i was looking like say this alfred soul bloke and sorry i I, you know i i I feel bad for the guy he's he's directed more movies than i have so he's better than me but in you know in this particular circle that he's dealing with clearly not very good and he's got five (laughs) racked uh five director credits he's got uh deep sleep alice sweet alice Tanya's Island, never heard of him, Chris. He did all of these before Pandemonium, then he did Pandemonium, and then he did a TV movie called Cheeseball Presents. So I, I'm thinking the industry also thinks the way I think. <laughs> it's just not very good. But um, yeah, Chris, this is an Alderaan all day long. This needs to be sent off to, uh, you know, uh, oblivion by a Death Star. Uh, just horrendous <laughs> and susan i doth my cap to you because i don't know if you were trying to do a stitch up but this is currently the best fucking stitch up so far <laughs> <laughs> it is it's amazing amazing oh fucking hell amazing but dave before we get into the reveal of our next movie which is my pick um we have had an email, Dave. So we don't get a lot oh, of emails nice. on the VHS. On the CD Reality Cast, we get daily emails, guys, honestly. Literally, sometimes 15 to 20 minutes of the podcast yeah. can be us <laughs> talking about the letters, especially when Love Island's been on. So apologies, guys, if I know you're not into reality stuff. But this one's a great email, Dave. This is from Trent in Raleigh, North Carolina, Dave. So nice. It's entitled Ford Fairlane Podcast. Hey, guys, listen to your Ford Fairlane Podcast. I'm reluctant to say I watched this little gen on opening day weekend in 1990. I would love to say we went because Ghost or maybe Robocop 2 was sold out, but that argument doesn't hold water because we went back and saw it again, if I recall, followed by multiple viewings on VHS in the early 90s. I watched it years after 1990 and was frankly embarrassed that I liked it so much originally, especially considering how much he disses women, disco, and even John Travolta. 
Maybe we liked it so much upon initial release because it was so over the top and there was not many action comedies like that back then. Well, whatever the reason, in the years since, I've managed to almost forget the movie even existed until you bastards covered it in your hilarious podcast. (laughs) So now, like Chris, I want to watch it again. Thanks for that. Anyway, keep up the good work and great show as it makes my dull day at work go a little faster. Thanks again, Trent from Raleigh, North Carolina. And also, Dave, there's a bit of a controversy. But P.S., as a Southerner who has been to Graceland twice, I found Dave's opinion of the king a little interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I think there was a a little bit of a jab there, wasn't it? You know, so... Look, I, I was just, if people out there haven't listened, and I know like not many people have watched that movie, so you know, I expect a few people might have skipped over that. All I was saying, Chris, is I hadn't realized that Elvis was grooming 14-year-old Priscilla, and I found that a little bit disturbing. Jerry Lee Lewis is even worse, Dave. But there you go. Um, Wasn't wasn't she thirteen or something? He was married to her, I think, at that age. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, I think he was in his twenties. But uh, yeah, let's and that's not to excuse it. But let's just um, go on to the next thing I want to bring up, Dave. So. Jimmy Savile. (laughs) Yeah, Gary Glitter. Come on down. Um, No. So when this is my pick, and you don't know what I'm going to pick here, Dave. But when this comes out. Because, you know, going behind the curtain slightly, we do record a couple of weeks in advance. I'm going to be at my favourite place in the whole world. I have waited nearly four years to go back to this place. Mm. It is it is inked on my arm. I've got an American sleeve, but the top half of my American sleeve, and people are like, America, but I am obsessed with America, as you know, guys, the muscle pad, everything, is about my favourite city in the world. And my favourite city in the whole wide world, and even tops manchester by a mile dave if we could put old trafford in this city i would put it in there and hopefully we'd have a better team but let's not talk about that um, stick it in older on myself but yeah sorry yeah, go whatever on. <laughs> yeah. anyway so when this comes out i will be in las vegas dave i'm there for four days in las vegas three days in new york two amazing cities and i cannot wait so i'm just gonna share this one for you dave you have no idea what we're going to be covering so I'm going to share it right now. And this is a great movie set in Las Vegas. So mm. here we go. It's never been done before. What's the target? When was the last time you were in Vegas? You want to knock over a casino? Uh, a casino. Uh, Vegas, huh? Vegas. Vegas. Fantastic. The Dave, be honest, they said Vegas. I'm covering in my pants already. <laughs> exactly. You are up to something, Danny. What? You're pulling a job, aren't you? You're a thief and a liar. I only lied about being a thief. You're going to need a crew as nuts as you are. What do you got in mind? Smash and grab job, huh? Slightly more complicated than that. Say we get down the elevator, we can't move and past the guards with the guns and into the vault we can't open. We're just supposed to walk out of there with $150 million in cash. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but these guys... That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. ...are just crazy enough. You'd need at least a dozen guys doing a combination of cons. Do you understand any of this? I'll explain later. ...to pull off the con. Someone call for a doctor? Of the century. We're set. We're set. We're set. Do it already. 
Well, let's check the batteries. Congratulations. You're a dead man. George Clooney, Matt Damon, Andy Garcia, Brad Pitt, and Julia Roberts. Why do this? Why not do it? From the Academy Award-winning director of Traffic and Aaron Brockovich. Because a house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this speech a little bit. That I oh, it's gone off. Oh, it's me, that. I rushed it. I like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. Oceans 11. You're either in or you're out. I'm staying in. Dave, and I'm staying in because I cannot wait to cover this one. Yeah, what a cast as well. Oh, Dave, and it's, it's that nice little sweet spot, 2001, so it's 21 years old, which is perfect because it was just after Jordan was born and she can gamble this time, which is what, when we went in 2018, she couldn't gamble and it was the worst father in the world Dave because I went selfishly for my 40th so <laughs> oh mate I, I'm, I've got a few weeks till we go I cannot wait and this is just gonna and all I'm doing is consuming Las Vegas stuff anyway I watch Vegas stuff every single day anyway as you know I'm obsessed mm. with watching Vegas vlogs or the history of Vegas I'm actually a Vegas historian Dave and travel expert that's how obsessed I am with that city so this is just Oh, I cannot wait to do it, mate. Because I know, like you say, the cast. I remember renting this. I think I rented it from Blockbuster. I think it was one of them, like last VHSs, like you said, when the crossover came. Because I did have mm. a few DVDs like around 2002, 2003, like Fast and Furious. But I've got this on DVD as well, so which is good. But I'm, I really, really want to try and see if there's sort of VHS version available on one of the streaming sites or something. Mm. But I loved it. I loved this so much. And this was before my proper obsession with Vegas. I just loved and wanted to go to Vegas. I didn't actually get there till 2012. But these were all the things that built up these movies, my love and like obsession. I always want to go to America being a kid. So Vegas was the first city I went to in America in 2012, Dave. So, uh, yeah, I can't, this is my fourth visit in 10 years and I cannot wait. Nice. You're catching me up. Yeah, you've done more, haven't you? You've been I, Yeah, I, I think. And I've not been for a few years. I, I'd need to get back myself. I, I love it as well. I, and I remember when I started my first job, actually, I just missed out. Um, they, they'd all been to Vegas the year before. And the thing is, it is a good place to go for like work conferences and stuff, just because they've got so many rooms and they've actually got lots of conferences going on all of the time. So it's just if you want a big group of people, they can just handle that at vegas whereas the, there's actually not that many places in the world that, that can do it so yeah I, I need to get myself another jolly sorted <laughs> at some <laughs> point <laughs> so i was going to just say like i remember some people like saying about the trip you know that they had just before i got there and they were saying oh it's ridiculous like everything is so fake and i'm like i look back now and i think you pretentious bastards <laughs> you know it's just uh, yes it's fake but that's kind of the point you know it's in the middle of the fucking desert it started there because you know they wanted people to to work on the hoover dam so they gave this relaxation of the the whole gambling laws and everything so it is just a mad crazy place but also love it myself chris Oh, it's amazing, man. And, and that, as we said, Dave, the McFly on the Patreon, you know, 
we pay, we bring you, if you buy the McFly, we're going to fly you to Vegas, record the shortest podcast ever, and then just go partying for the rest of the week, Dave, me and you. And maybe me and you should do that once a year, Dave. Just go Vegas. I'm, yeah. Sam doesn't want to go every year. And I, I will go for three days if I could. If I could just go for three days. Oh, 100%. I'd do it, 100%. That's the one city I have no problem doing all that traveling for very little reward just to say I was in Vegas. I love that city so much. So, yeah. Wouldn't even have to sleep. No, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Dave. <laughs> you know, what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit disturbed about where this is going. But... No, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam said she might start listening to the VHS podcast, Dave, now, because she's exhausted. I was sort of hot sweats then when she told me that the other <laughs> yeah. day. I was like, no, it's not your sort of thing, you know. <laughs> No, you know those afternoons when you're in work. <laughs> but Chris, can we expect then a, a, a few vlogs to, to appear on your channel? Yeah, yeah. So Phelps Travel Vlogs. I am vlogging Vegas because I'm part of a big Las Vegas community. I'm a bit of a fraud, really, because they go, a lot of the UK guys go two or three times a year. They, you know, some of them more than that. So I've only done one Las Vegas vlog, but... I did New York 2018 when I went, we were, that was my first ever vlog. And then I went in November, that's my second vlog was, and it's still on my channel, Phelps Travel Vlogs from when we went. It's a bit disturbing, Dave, looking at like, I did have sort of brown hair, more of a chiseled jawline <laughs> four years ago. So I, I was hoping I'd be back there, Dave, but I'm not far off, but I've still not got the chiseled jawline, uh, jaw, jawline even back. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's where I started on my vlogging. So I think there's seven parts of that if you want to get over there. But Phelps Travel Vlogs on YouTube, guys. I need to get up to 500 subscribers, actually, Dave. I have a good a good load of views on my channel it's just the subscribers once you get to 500 you can open up like a community which is good so i need to get up to that really but yeah you know, please get over there we we should do that shouldn't we yeah i know this is a lot of the youtubers do it so hit that subscribe button you know they, they do it at the start don't they so maybe you should do a little bit of that so if you like this video or whatever hit the subscribe button now, yeah. that's how they get the numbers up isn't it as well it as is. paying for a bunch of stuff yeah, and obviously they're all better looking than me, Dave, so that you can't. Well, it goes without saying, <laughs> doesn't it? But, you know, you can try. God loves a trier, Chris. <laughs> oh, you're giving me so much support then, Dave. I know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, big thank you to Susan today. Thank you so much uh, for picking this. Absolutely amazing. Uh, if you want to support us, guys, get us to patreon.com forward slash the VHS Strikes Back. Uh, if you want to email us, VHS Strikes Back at gmail.com. I nearly forgot then, Dave. That's terrible. Um, and if you want to follow us on social media at VHS Strikes Back. So, today's Patreon and roll call of honor are Dan, Justin, Susan, Glynn, Timothy, Alec, Paul, Matt, Heath, Dylan, Kent, Lucky Lily Green, Herb, Jax, Math, Blake, John Hammond, and Mr. Tony Farina. So, thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Absolutely class. So, Dave. I don't even think I can even stitch you up, but have you got anything to take us out with today? Because there's just nothing from this movie. Not really. Not, not, any, not any particular catchy lines. But again, I, I still, to my core, I think the direction of this movie is is what's let it down. Because I look, I look at the script, I look at the the quotes and stuff, and I think in different hands this could have been funny because right at the start there at the crime scene where you've got the five cheerleaders who've been killed you know by the by the javelin and the photographer says this must have been the act of a maniac and the reporter goes either that or a very large chef 
<laughs> and I think, you know, if you've got Leslie Nielsen or someone like that delivering that, those lines, you know, in that police squad style, it could have been funny, uh, but it wasn't. Not today, yeah. sir. So thank you very much. Thanks to Susan as well. Brilliant, brilliant stitch up. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? We better get back because it'll be dark soon and they mostly come at night. Mostly. I'll be back. That's not. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Wax on, wax off. Go for it. Well, here we go. Ain't so bad. Ain't so bad. Ain't so bad. Ain't so bad. Ain't nothing. You must be crazy or something. I'm crazy. You're just a stupid fool. Yeah, maybe you're crazy. I ain't breathing heavy. He's a fool. He's stupid. I see you in six months.